Hey Fadies, welcome to Chapter 3, Episode 11 of The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and I want to say thanks for downloading, listening, and recommending us to a friend. As some of you know, we released our family-friendly spin-off, The Gigantic Adventures of Jeff and Simon, recently, and it's going really well. We've received some rave reviews already, so make sure you check out what's been described as charming, witty, and adventurous, uh, hilarious, wholesome, and good, clean fun, and so fun and funny. Uh, huge hugs not drugs for our awesome supporters over on Patreon. That's Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyser, RJ Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afimata, and Sam Malcolm. One last thing before the recap, we are joined in this episode by a very special guest, my wife Mel. Yay for her joining me in this nerdy hobby. DM Brad is a happy boy. Okay, recap, go! Last time, Banfor brutally murdered Bruckham, the boss of the Vice District, in an alleyway. He smashed a vial of acid inside Bruckham's throat before wrestling him and slitting him open with a large knife. Marley got a dose of chaos from the Ziglamel, then visited a Hadek temple where she blatantly flaunted her connection to the God of Knowledge to a group of strangers, which can't possibly have repercussions, right Marley? Oh, why do you guys always do that to me? Hey, be back. What do you mean? You switch. <laughs> switch the videos around. No, I didn't. And, then I, and then I have to keep switching the freaking nameplate. Go screen again. <laughs> okay. okay. Before anything else happens, let's play Dungeons and Dragons. Go. Okay. You know a um, real gross thing that I just figured out? Oh, I love it. What? You know, you know, you've recently ejaculated and then you've had a little pee, but then you have to fart and you're like, man, is something weird going to drop out of me? No, Jules God. and I can totally relate. Mm-hmm. Yay, yep. Mel's grossed out. Yeah, thanks for backing me on that one, Mel. How, how did Mel come through on um, Super good. volume? Super okay. good. Like, like as, as loud as you. Yeah, because she's really far away from the mic and on the floor again. One would think that. Um, you you should place. probably. I know my place. You should probably try getting your wife a chair. I swear to God, I'm oh going to snip this fucking chair and put it on YouTube. I I do not subordinate my wife for the record. I mean, if she's a good woman, she'll do it for herself. <laughs> That's feminism. Mel, stand up. Know your rights. <laughs> Mel, sit down if you want to. Know your choices. <laughs> Oh god, this is worse than the Monty stuff. Fight the matriarchy. <laughs> Fight the matriarchy. All oh, right, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, Jules was Fight two all seconds the too slow. All the archies. So <laughs> thanks, Brad. Dun- Dungeons and or yeah. Dragons is a game that we like to play sometimes. Um, let's crack on with the fate of ice. Texas diatribes. Fantastic. <laughs> Last time. Banfor took over a small gang called the Poison Tip. He made them his soldiers of Sorghumul, then went out and brutally murdered Bruckham, the boss of the Vice District, in an alleyway. Um, Marley got herself some VIP noble box tickets to the upcoming event at the Killing Grounds, then went to the Temple District to try and make amends with Urzak, the God of Chaos. Mm -hmm. Uh, She instead encountered Urzak's herald, the Ziglamel. Then... (laughs) Then after a bit of chaos, um, left to pay her respects at the temple of Hadet. There she wowed a group of academics with her connection to the god, but attracted the attention of some Arkvale guards. Um, She charmed the guards, avoided a nasty situation, and went back to the streets of the worship district. And Banfor was just making his way there too. And... um, because you That's were off the to... end of the episode. <laughs> that was the end of that episode. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, so Banff, you were, I, I believe, on your way to pay respects at a Sorghumul temple, I think. I didn't pay my disrespects, but yes. Pay your disrespects. Um, that makes okay, sense. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna railroad the start of this just so we can get to a set point where Banfor uh, idly wanders into. Um, the street and sees Marley and Hodge I'm just, outside a temple in the busy street. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, catching on. Please, uh, uh, ooh, there was a small errand I was going to run before this moment, uh, but that was essentially just to get the old axe sword and bring with. Ah, uh, you did. You are. Um, you already got that and the did death Yeah. This is why Oliver should drink less. <laughs> 
Sword. Yeah, he does say sword. <laughs> I just had to teach a student teacher not to say sword. No, sword well, is canon. And Isaac. I am neither. <laughs> um, that <laughs> voice was uh, my wife, Mel. Say hi, Mel. Of course. Um, um, also, it is uh, important to be known that uh, Brad is a very lonely ventriloquist. Um, mm-hmm. And he is currently doing things with that hand. I just want it to be known that those of you who don't watch any video of ours because I haven't put any out yet, you can't actually see Mel. She's sitting on the floor. It's really important that you guys know that. So that she's just, sitting there by choice as well. So it's not I just want you Brad to know. And it's not because he makes her sit on the floor. Also, although we don't know the dynamics of their relationship and how that also, out, so. it is really important to note that neither I or Oliver Scripps have seen Mel at any point <laughs> of this entire recording. There's a hand We've, that keeps popping up, but it could which be maybe Brad's. disembodied. <laughs> you, know? you know, maybe he's just wobbling. Maybe he's actually just chopping wobbling. corpses up and then just yeah, wobbling a hand. <laughs> Mm. Um, We're on anyway. to you, Bradley. <laughs> we love you, Bradley. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so excited for Mel to be here that we've gotten the jibber jabbers. Anyway. <laughs> We're just including her. We don't even want you. Actually, just switch chairs. That would be great. <laughs> so, I don't have a chair. That's fine. She can, she, can take chair. My chair. she can take my switch chair and chair. I'll sit on the floor. That's fine. I can DM from the floor. And who's going to let the kids out of the cupboard? Babe, do you want to sit in the chair? Can I sit on the floor? I, I'm feeling so judged right now. We're making more out of the chair than is responsible. Brad, are we going to play Dungeons and Dragons? Or are you just anyway, going to jibber we've gone wildly off track. Yes, let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Hi, hi Bam. As Molly pops up from Padding Hodge and sees Bamf strolling through the street. I mean, he has a full name. But yes, uh, Bamf for um, sort of... Uh, whistling uh but unable to whistle uh sort of walks past her blowing and hooting uh out of her wet mouth Bamfor Bamfor stops stops dead like uh something's just crawled into his butt (laughs) it's it's me Marley behind you (laughs) uh Bamfor looks around in front of him and goes Marley are you dead turn turn around turn around come for me Oh my god. Speak to me, me, Marley. And he gets out the death heart and starts whispering into it. Marley Marley appears in front of him as she's just come around the side of him. Oh good god it goes. (laughs) Um, Out of out of the death heart a shadow starts to grow. And um, taking form standing in the street with you is the two-dimensional shadow um, that you know as Bedemus, the herald of Sorgamal. Oh, dear God, put that away. Um, But you uh, roll an insight check. What, both of us? Uh, Bamfor gets a ten. I just want you to know I rolled a two, so I get a five. (laughs) Okay, um, cool. That's fine. Um, And, yeah, Beatimus just stands silently before the two of you. Oh, and Hodge. Hey, what are you doing bringing that out in the middle we'll of the street? Put, uh, the death out back into his pants. I thought you were dead. I'm not dead. I've just oh, been like, knows. I've just been busy for a couple of days. Where the hell have you been? Weren't you coming back to the Necropodicon? Yeah, I mean, I got a little bit distracted, didn't I? Well, what have you been up to? Not a lot. What have you been doing? Well, I gave the watch to the, you know, to the goblin. Chaps. You know how mm. we... We got given those little, like, clock towers that you put on your wrist and you can watch. Yes. Yeah, I, no. you know, hate it. Hate it. Who's he gave us the little things. This is hard. Oh, my God. How long has it been since you had whiskey? And Molly pulls out a flask from Honor and hands it over. Banfall, uh, without breaking eye contact, uh, takes it, uh, breaks it in half and drinks out of it like cups. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Molly's also apparently used to that. <laughs> uh, does that jog your memory like, a little? Popeye, there's a, a Popeye-style change of uh, change of stance, um, 
and somewhere off a jaunty tune plays. Um, <laughs> and Bamfor is back in the moment uh, and says, Ooh, Marley, how have you been? Yeah, yeah, cool. Thanks. Good to did have you get the um, Did you get the thing to the man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, good, good, the little cocktail good. thing to Shabs. Good. good. Do you know what? I made drugs and I, and I started a gang and I cut a man in the face and also uh, I burned some people and then uh, also uh, I killed um, a big man and then I'm here now. So, hi. Molly just sort of stands there with her jaw kind of gaping for a minute, processes all of that. You see her kind of like think about it, then sort of nod to herself and think, yeah, that's probably about right. And then what she actually says in reply to that is, I can't believe you haven't even noticed my hair. Oh, it's, um, it's on your top lip. Head. <laughs> on your head. I've had a whole haircut and everything. Oh, my God. People are so Obviously, shit. they don't. Obviously, it's not a barber as well, was it? No. Why would I have a barber? Well, for your moustache. <sighs> oh, my God. Okay. You know what? Vedimus, the death demon, is still standing there in the street beside you. Um, <laughs> I put the death up back in my pants. The demon didn't move, but it appears that people are just shuffling past as if they don't see him while all this conversation is happening. By the way, have you noticed the black shadow thing hasn't gone away? Oh, also, before I forget, you I just... bought you a, I bought you a ticket to the um, the Killing Grounds championship thing. I got us, like, noble seats and shit. They should be fancy as. So we got tickets for that. Oh, uh, we maybe bring your dog, because uh, I'll be going in a different entrance, I think. Wait, what? You must be there by any means. Oh, I'll be there, but I'll be going through the fighter's gate. That wasn't, that wasn't me. That was the... Was that the... What is this hey, thing? Hey, Mr. Mr. Scary Man, Spook, uh, Spookingtons, what's your name? You know my name is Bedemus. All right, Spooky oh, Town. That does make um, sense. Why we got a why we're why what? I'm here to give you a friendly warning. Do you want a cough, Lolly? Warnings generally yeah. aren't friendly. Yeah, right. More of a heads up. Something's oh. coming your way that shouldn't be in this realm. Oh, is it my mother-in-law? Hey. <laughs> And as <clears throat> as you make that gag, <laughs> oh Brad, you know I don't gag. <clears throat> this really big, like hole opens in reality, like huge, and stepping out of it is this gigantic clockwork scorpion, um, like the size of a bus, just like steps out and just goes like conk on the cobblestones, conk, conk conk and then the reality hole closes behind it and it's staring facing you down and Bedemus just goes see and, and I go Shabs <laughs> uh, Bamfor um, gets slightly aroused uh, um, because he's pretty sure that he might get to kill this thing um, does it just for like a general look at it does it seem like it's got a hostile intent most definitely it's very steampunkish um God, with, I hate lots, steampunk. with lots of like harsh corners and stuff and it's making an attack stance with the giant stinger hovering in the air like and, and moving like it's picking targets it's like, very uh, very obvious that this Molly's is like, hostile not not jabs <laughs> And Bedema says, This thing is not from your realm. I don't know what it is. I just got a few seconds warning that it was coming. Oh, we shouldn't have been chatting all the time, should we, mate? I would help really you with it, but see, useless. and he, he flies off like through it, like he did with all the fire giants and stuff. Yeah. And, and he just flies straight through, and it's not affected in the slightest. That does make sense. It's clockwork. Yeah. And then I've Bede- seen something Bedemus, like this. Being almost like shrugs and then disappears. Um, I've seen. Just I've, for, for knowing, um, have I been through any sort of rest before now, or are we just straight in from next from last game? 
Um, this is straight in from last game. So any damage you took from um, fighting Brockham. Okay. Um, Bramfor draws out his sword axe, slams it sword point first into between the cobblestones, kneels before it, opens the canteen of blood onto his face, uh, headbutts the axe, stands up in a rage, and charges. Nice. Cool. I'm going to get you to roll initiative, um, but as um, as all this is happening, you hear um, like loud, heavy footsteps, like pounding down the street towards you. And coming into view is um, what Marley will recognise as the Clockwork Man, Afimata. Yeah. So this is a clockwork human-sized thing made of sort of like junky type bits with no face, just like a manic blank mannequin face, um, like what you found in the realm of Haydet that um, Trestle Spoon and Banfor had a lot of fun knocking over and pissing on and all sorts of things. <laughs> <clears throat> we made them um, have cool. sex with each other. So right, it, right as I see that, because, you know, I've got like bonus action bullshit that I can do, um, I start singing randomly. Um, just like singing like Hey Ben 4 This is the clockwork man I was telling you about Also this is inspiration So add a d6 to whatever the fuck you like um, That's what she sings Something like that That's your best song yet Totally That was the shortest or <laughs> <laughs> Also I'm out of luck points <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. you spent all of those. So yeah, so make sure you use that bardic inspiration if you need it. Um, and are you hurt? Just, uh, yeah, forty-three. Am I allowed? 59. Am I allowed to ask that? <laughs> Can I I'm see that he's sure hurt? Pretty sure you'd be able to. Yeah, wait, because I got kicked. Or, I got punched in the face a whole bunch, like a couple of hours ago. So I'm pretty sure I'd be bruised up. Yeah, okay. you'd see him looking a bit worse for wear. Okay, cool, awesome. Thank you. Um, I am inspired. You are bardic inspired. You're in a rage. Um, I rolled everybody. a seventeen. Okay. I rolled a fifteen. Okay. Is Mel playing Afamata? Yeah, she's she's Afamata. Yeah. Yeah. My wife That's is playing. That's a fun surprise. My wife is playing a clockwork robot to help you guys fight a clockwork scorpion. Amazing. Oh, man, I tell. If I knew you guys better, I had a really rough joke to make, but I don't, so I won't. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Afimata is in the fray. So I'm has, literally like, trying to the, figure it out. Has approached the area. I'm just ignoring whatever you just said. <laughs> I'll, uh, listen back in the re- I'll listen back to the recording and be like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yep, roll, roll, uh, initiative, please. 20. That 20? Yeah. Okay, you go first. <laughs> Afimata is quick. Uh, and this thing is not. Um, hang on a second. <laughs> you can introduce yourself to, to the, say, to like the like other people. I was going to say, in the middle of the thing. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Basically, so, you have a turn of actions. Okay, so Afimata turns and says... Thanks for helping me bring me to the material well. I've heard of you, Craft and Wash. My name's Zero. Would you know me as Afimata? I know. We've, we've, we've met, Marley says. <laughs> and then he turns and uses his mace to attack the scorpion. Yep. I didn't realise the material world... No, wait. The the world that, that Afimata's come from is Ireland. Oh no, Scotland. No? No. That was Birmingham. Oh, Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. He's from the northern places. Oh, uh, I should have known by the up. Oh, yes. hey, that's, the that's up inflection. Okay, uh, Fumata swings a mace at this thing and misses. Um, okay. <laughs> do you want to take any bonus actions or. Nope. Okay. Marley's turn to act. Looking at Banfor and knowing he's my tank, um, and after I've bardic inspiration, I'm going to kill Wernzim. Okay. Because I'm like, well, shit, we're going to need him. So I just blast him with a second level cure wounds. 
which is 2d8 plus 6. It's not a lot. Oh, good. I rolled an 8 plus a 5, so that's 13 plus 6 is what? 20. 13 plus 6. Why can't I do that in my head? Six it's plus 19. 3 is 9. Yes, 19. <laughs> Man, math is hard. Nice. Full health. I don't get temporary hit points off that, do I? Nah, you can't. Nah, it's just full. Cool. And then um, I move. So this this thing is a scorpion, right? Yeah, and it's it's huge. Um, takes up most of the street, and people have just fled in all directions. It's just you alone with it. Okay, so smart. I smart. That was a smart move by them. Can I get around it so I'm kind of behind the stingery thing um, without? Okay. Attacking an opportunity, you know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, mechanics-wise, that should incur an attack of opportunity, but I'm in a good mood. I'm going to okay. say no. Yay, that's where I want to be. Cool, that's um, Okay, bam. Um, in a shockingly unbelievable, uh, and like he's definitely learned to be a different character almost. Uh, Banfall raises his axe above his head and charges. Um, <clears throat> and did I enter that rage for free? Yes, you did. It was before combat. Fuck yes. Smart. See? Sometimes smart. Often smart done. guy. After a real smart guy. Um, and uh, runs in with uh, three times the tacos. Okay. Uh, ooh. Uh, so that's a 24, a 20, and a 21. <laughs> that's, that's three hits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um, can we do a little D12, though? Um, so that's um, 3D12 plus two raging plus two... Um, necrotic. Four necrotic. And what was the other plus two? No. Nope. Just plus four or is it plus six? It's, it's plus seven. So plus three, plus two, plus two. Nice, plus seven. So 3d12 plus uh, a minimum. Okay, cool. So that's nine plus seven for the first one. 16. Um, nine for the second one. Are you doing this math? Because I can't. Yes, I'm doing the math. Good old you. Um, and can I add a d6 to this? No. It's only to D20 rolls. Uh, and uh, nine again. Total or nine plus? Uh, nine total again. Nine total, okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Three can I describe mo- how I killed this thing? You didn't kill it, but you can describe the attack. Um, so, doing Bear like... Mind, it, yeah, it's much larger than you. Uh, have you guys seen Naruto? I'm familiar with it. You know how they run? Yes. The opposite of that. <laughs> so like a normal person who could get with a girl if he had not been chemically and uh, mechanically castrated. You know? Uh, <laughs> just pure Viking. Um, downward stabbo with the bottom of the sword. Spango, spango with the axe head. Uh, be hanging out with a four-year-old, so all... All onomatopoeias have an ango on the end because that's what we do. Um, so Spango Spongo um, with the axe heads and does the thing uh, into we- its facial region. Okay. Cool. And it's going to uh, respond to that firstly by uh, trying to get you with its stinger. Ooh. And it missed by a long shot. So yeah. the stinger just shoots out at you and you duck out of the way. Um, but sucks. Then it also gets two claw attacks. One at you for a 19. And another 19. So that's two hits. For 12 rounded down to six. And eight rounded down to four. So a total of 10 damage. Just like grabs you with two of its claws. Um, roll a um, an escape. So either dexterity or athletics. Oh, sorry, either acrobatics or athletics. However, you would I'm choose roll to escape. Athletics is plus six. 
okay. with my strong arms, and I rolled a 19. So okay. Yeah, on the second claw, it tries to like grab a hold of you, but you like you manage to push it open and then escape its grasp. Do any now, girls see? <laughs> uh, there's some there's some ladies watching from the, the crowd that's gathered at a distance. <laughs> nice. Um, and you also you also notice that there's like guards not coming in and fighting either because they're all chicken shit. Uh, Banfor compares them to a pussy cat. <laughs> Good. Um, meongo, meongo. Um, yeah. Meongo, meongo. Come in here, you little scratchos. <laughs> Afimata, your turn. <clears throat> What's the size of Afimata compared to the scorpion? Uh, human size. Human size. And where is he standing? Uh, you tell me narratively. I'm not mechanically keeping track. Okay. So, Marley's gone around <laughs> behind it, right? Marley is behind the stinger at the moment, yep. Okay, so I don't have much in terms of weapons, so I'm gonna attempt to use the mace. Okay. And you got spells and stuff. But I, so I have to have hit the creature with a melee weapon first. For what spell though? That's a specific spell. So that's a Viscera Smart. Oh, is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I'm okay. try yep. and hit yep. it first, right? Yeah, try and hit it with your mace okay, first. So I'm gonna use my mace and try and hit at least one of the pincer okay. things. Yep. So I got a natural 20. Net 20, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so you definitely hit. Um, so you get to roll um, your damage die twice. Three and a eight. Okay, so you do eight damage and then you're adding a spell on top of that, right? Um, yeah, the searing smut. Okay, you tell me how the spell works. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um... So my weapon flares white hot with intense white hot intensity, and it deals an extra one d6 fire damage to the target, cool. which um, causes it to ignite in flames. And at the start of each of its turns until the spell ends, it has to make a Constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it takes one d6 fire damage. Nice. If okay. It's successful in the spell ends. Yep. What's the DC I of the Constitution? Realized how poorly spoken we all are, by the way. Because Mel sounds like she Fantastic knows how to speak. elocution. What was that? Oh, what, what did you say? Uh, what's the DC? The save DC, does it say, of the constitution save? No. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, roll with the D6 for damage, fire damage. Four. Okay, so one of... So Afimata attacks one of the scorpion's claws, left or right? Left. Okay, and um, with a mighty... Uh, mace swing like creating a huge dent in it and then the weapon and um, the claw burst into flame and so now its left claw is on fire yes and it's a white hot fire so you get the impression it's not necessarily fire fire it might be some kind of like holy fire Um, arcane fire arcane fire indeed now uh, malus crafficus Mm-hmm. I Malingo. would like to do a um, a hail of thorny type things. Okay. Please and thank you. And that's just a spell that I just cast. And then, like, hit it with my auto-loading ham crossbow. That's what I would like to do. Yeah, that's that's how you've done it in the past. Yeah. I just haven't played this in a while. I think we haven't actually had a battle in a few sessions, yep. so I've forgotten <laughs> we how to do everything. Well. Except except for Banford just murdering people in the Vice District. I do a murder a lot. It's my <laughs> favourite. So I got a 17. Does that hit? Uh, it does not. 17 doesn't. Correct. Mm, okay. Cool. Uh, this thing's quick and it's made of thick steel. So, cool. So my um, hail of thorns is still up, I think. It's, as long as you're still concentrating on it, it can go for next turn, I believe. It's like next time you hit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Marley, cool. then Banfor. Banfor is me. Uh, Banfor remains, I assume, up close and personal with El Beastie, um, and aiming for its underside carapace. Attacks. Okay. Thrice. Thrice. 
Whoa. Okay, caught one of those betwixt my nethers. There's a reroll. Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. So that is a 17, which doesn't hit, and I don't have any uh, luck, but I can add a d6. And I get a 3, which makes it a 20, unnatural. That's a hit. Yes, thank you. Uh, and then another one of them was a 17, which added to which of 6 is 20 and 3. Uh, you only get to lose, add a d6 once. It's plus 6 to hit. Oh, 17 plus. Oh, yep, yep. Cool. So, so two hits. I knew something Brad didn't. You did. Because I communicated poorly and put him at a disadvantage. So, suck up my dick. Um, <laughs> and the next one is four, which plus six is ten, and that's useless. It's definitely a miss, so you got two hits. Two hits, plus seven d12 twice. So, uh, 14 damage, and 13 damage. The 27. Um, Banfor does some underarm choppies into its nice so you're trying to get like like up under its chin sort of thing well i mean yeah well you mean sort of like does it have just it's a full-on scorpion right like it's not like yeah it's going under its chin areas okay cool and uh the scorpion is going to retaliate first by trying to get banfall with its claws because it's sick of this big dude with the axe all up in its face don't do that <laughs> oh yep and it's gonna take oh wait it needs to roll as a strength uh, a constitution save on a failed save i'm going fire damage fuck yeah i'm gonna guess that uh 17 plus 7 24 constitution save is enough to not get damage yeah usually it's Usually. Yeah. So the fire on the fire on its yeah the fire on its left claw goes out, um, and it yeah it's going to now try and which is a shame because it was about to use that claw to attack Panfor. Um, that's definitely a hit. That's nineteen plus and sixteen. Does does that hit your AC because you have not shielded? Oh, I didn't shield. Um, I am class is eighteen. And With my shield, shield gives me plus two? Yeah, plus one. So plus two. So 16 does hit. So that's two hits. Um, for a total of 18 damage. You can half to nine. Yeah. And roll another escape check. So either acrobatics or athletics. <laughs> Uh, athletics again with some uncreative. Uh, 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 that's a nine. Okay, you are grappled. It manages to grab hold of you in its right claw, and you um, cannot move from that spot until you free yourself. No good idea. And uh, with its stinger, it's going to shoot back behind it at Marley for 18. Yeah. Which is which is definitely a hit. Mm-hmm. I'm 14. <laughs> and it does 11 piercing and 8 lightning damage. Ouch. So it sticks, sticks into you and then shocks the shit out of you. <laughs> okay. And now we're back, back around to Afumata. So, can I move around behind where Marley was? Yeah. I'm going to take a swing for the... Um, stinger? Stinger, thank you. With the mace. Okay. And then, can I use my same spell again? Um, can you? Yes. How many... S- <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many... S- oh, you've got four slots. Yeah, you can do the same again. Yep. I do the same again on the stinger. Okay. okay. <laughs> for a, that's a three that's no a three. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does not hit the stinger oh, that just it. jabbed into Mar- 
jabbed into Marley and then pulled out after like shocking her. Um, you you try and take an opportunistic swing with your mace and miss as it whips away. Um, do you do anything else with your turn? You can do like a, a bonus action or, or you can talk. <laughs> you said do do. <laughs> um, all good. Okay, Marley. Okay, Molly sings a quick song to herself under her breath because she's real mad. It sounds like, fucking scorpion. She's singing Bardic Inspiration to herself because she's mad. So she's trying to hit stupid scorpion with the hand crossbow again. Okay, does casting Bardic Inspiration cancel out the concentration? Okay. Doesn't look like it. Because it's song based, I can still concentrate on the spell and just sing. It sounds like. Sweet. I don't know. Yep. It doesn't I'll actually say I'll it's concentration it. or anything, so I need to actually look that up, but it doesn't say it's concentration, so. Yeah. Um, I don't think I need it anyway, but you know what? I'm going to just add it on anyway, just in case, because I don't know what it is to actually hit this thing yet. So that's an 18 plus 7. So that's... That's definitely a hit. <laughs> yeah. So you get two... You get your two bolts... On this thing? Yeah. And your hail of thorns. Bless my hail of thorns, yeah. Okay, so... That is... Nine for just the bolts. And then hail of thorns is 3d10. So, you and you and you... Which is oh a ten. Oh and a one. That's not ideal. Oh and a nine. So twenty. Twenty damage. Twenty-nine total. Yep. Yeah. So you shoot two bolts into it and then also followed by this um So essentially like out of my hand crossbow comes this massive just flood of like arrows. It looks like all the soldiers ever have just set off arrows all at the same time but from nice. my crossbow yeah so they're all coming from the same place but it's like a cloud it looks like a cloud of locusts moving all at the same time and then just yeah that's, that's cool it. yeah okay um and now it's banfor's turn you are grappled in its right claw um which means you can't move until, unless you use your action to escape your main action but then I still have two other actions that I can attack with. Uh, yeah, if you use your main action to do that, you'll still have uh, your extra attack and your bonus. Yep. Or I can do nothing at all. Or you can do nothing at all. You can still attack while held, but all you can attack is its claw, and you can't do anything else. And you'll, um, while you're grappled, it will have advantage on you. If it chooses well, I shall to break you. free with one of my actions. Okay. I will kill you, beast. Um, 18. Oh, yeah. You managed to uh, wrench it open with your arms and step out. And it snaps shut like a vice as you leave it. Um, and now you've got the rest of your turn. Get him, Bamf. I will use my two attackos to... Attacker. <laughs> Both have failed. Okay. Um, That's all. Right. You take two swings and you're still shaken from having been held in a vice grip. Um, and it's going to um, like, like crouch down a little bit, like take itself really low to the ground and then leap up into the air and really far lands on top of a building like about um 80 feet away from you and that's its turn it's then now sort of above the crowd that had gathered at a distance and they'll freak out and start like, spilling everywhere they can and it's now on top of a building looking down on the street so he's like above us and quite and, and quite oh and 80 feet away okay so i'm gonna use um my ready action and so like when it does next come down mm-hmm. and oh, prepare to use its claws or stinger whichever one 
So if they jump and prepare to use the stinger or claw on one of Banff or Marley, then I'll jump to and grab it to grab the stinger or. Okay, nice. You're going to ready a, a sort of grab, an acrobatics grabbing action. Yeah. Nice. On this podcast, we have never ever used ready. <laughs> this is good. Who prepares? I'm ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, please tell me Afimata said that. Um, by the way, I don't know if you guys caught when um, Afimata entered the scene. Um, he did say thank you for bringing me into the material realm. Yeah, uh, my name, my name's Zero, but you know me as Afimata. Oh, I didn't catch that bit. I did catch that bit, but I, I obviously didn't catch the thought that was supposed to be attached to it. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's the heat of battle. You, there's a lot going on. Um, okay, and now it is Marley's turn. I don't know if there's much point in me trying to fire at it from up there because my crossbow does 30, but it can get to 120, but I imagine 80 is going to be like disadvantage or something, right? Yeah, anything in that up to 120 range is disadvantage. Yeah, so mm, I'm not sure that there's an, a lot of sense, but... Um, if I say to them, um, stand behind me, guys, because <laughs> I've got a serious thunder wave <laughs> itching to come out. <laughs> Can you do it at that distance? <laughs> no, I can't. That's what I mean. I'm like, use your turn to get behind me, because if this thing's going to come down and get us, I'm going to cast thunder wave. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, you just you're going to ready a thunder wave. Mm-hmm. Nice. So you're using this turn to just wait, wait it out. We've got two readies going on. I like it. Well, um, it's not uh, for is going to uh, swear um, a lot and then set off running uh, for. Are there, ex- can you see external stairs or the stairs to the roof of this building? Clearly internal. Um, yeah, there's nothing on the outside that you can see that would lead up there. Bamfor heads to the door and takes the stairs. Um, moving his... Uh, what do I get? Um, well, I can't I see it. Uh, walking is 40 feet, so it's running double that. Yeah, uh, yeah if, you, if you use your whole turn, you can go 80. Uh, Bamfor... Uses his whole turn to go 80 and positions himself inside the door to the roof or okay. whatever it is, be it a hatchway yep. or otherwise. I like that. Yep, you go you go into this building, you find a stairway that goes up and you, you find the access to the roof, easy enough, and you haven't gone through nice. it yet. Um, and the scorpion is uh, now just on the, this roof alone um, and it is going oh. to try oh, and... Don't jump. <laughs> it's going to try and whip its tail down to um, some of the people huddled in the street below. Oh, Jesus. And it whips around a bit, but it misses people as they sort of duck and scream and dodge out the way. And, like, people knock over trash cans, and it's just chaos as everyone's trying to get distance from this thing. Um, and that's really all it can do. Um, we're back around to Afimata. So where is it now? It's still up on the roof. But Banfall ran in charging towards it, and you and Marley are still out on the street. Okay. Marley is swearing. Just no. (laughs) Well, I can't. um... The fuck is this thing? No, she's not swearing about that. She's like, oh, for fuck's sake, (laughs) Banfall. So it's a metal creature, right? Yeah, it's made of metal. So I can, um, I've got a spell that's heat metal. Nice. Nice. Um, Which... So I'm going to run... Touch, though? Uh, it says it's got a range of 60 feet. Range of feet. 60 feet. Oh, nice. Good. Uh, for up to one minute. So I'm going to run towards the creature as close as I can get. Yeah, <laughs> just like, you just run towards the base of the building. And then um, going to... Well, it's supposed to be a manufactured metal object. So I suppose he's kind of... Yeah, this thing's been manufactured. Okay, cool. And at... Um, cause the scorpion to glow red hot so but it also is any creature in physical contact with the object yeah, nothing is okay cool. um is is there a save against this um 
He must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object. That's why it's weird that it's an object. We're classing him as an object. Oh, so it would be heating. If somebody was holding a sword, you'd heat the sword. Yeah, heating something is being something. held. Yeah, so not actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, hang on. He might drop his claw. Let's go for the stinger. <laughs> Heat metal. I have a metal weapon, right? You do. Can I throw it at it so that it tries to like lodge somewhere and it's underneath? Because if it's on the building, we should be able to see some part underneath. I would just say that this since the the creature is metal it would just automatically do the damage let's go with that because it's made of metal you're heating the metal and hurting it mm. sounds okay. logical to me okay so roll damage <laughs> that's not damage oh print that one <laughs> dun, 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 dun. don't know where it is I'm gonna... oh. it's in your hand okay. and eight that's it. Okay. Um, yep. You can see it, Marley and Afumata, um, turn r- bright red for a few seconds, and it takes ten damage, ten fire damage. Yes. And now it's Marley's turn. So as I'm swearing at Bam for not staying put and trying to draw the thing back to us, um, I'm running towards it as well. Um, and when I get within 90 foot, whenever that you're is. With, you're, you're already within 90. You were, you were within 80 okay, to begin so, with. So I want to run forward anyway and get as close as I can anyway. And then I'm going to mark it with my hunter's mark as my bonus action. Okay. So you can sort of like mark it while you're running into this building? Yeah. Just choose within range and mystically mark it as my quarry. Yeah. Okay. Then I'd say you meet Banfor on the stairs after cool. marking it. And now Banfor. Uh, Banfor kicks through the door. Uh, I would hope as a bonus action. Uh, sure. Would be cool as fuck. Uh, I like um, it. And then Bull rushes the scorpion. I assume from behind at this point, since yep. he's not expecting me. It's still facing the street. Um, and um. Hmm. One of my attack actions in combat is not. Oh, I can shove. Hmm. Bad shoves it off the roof. Oh, for fuck's sake, oh. really? <laughs> um, okay, you're going to have to roll in athletics, and it's going to um, roll a con save against that. Or I can attack, attack, serious? attack it off the roof. Are you seriously um, you used gonna your make bonus us action? run up and down the stairs? You well, used I'm gonna your be. Um, oh no, I'm gonna be descending much more quickly. Don't worry. Um, therefore, um, well, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll. Okay, so this will be one action. Say, to shove it. Okay. And and after which. I could then also attack. One time, yep. You used your bonus to, open the, to kick open the door. So, yep. You can oh, shove I mean, it and you can attack it once. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. Um, good. Hopefully, the DM gives me bonus for badass. Okay. With Bradley, two. that was a natural 20. That's a nat 20 to shove it? Correct. Um, okay. I would request that as part of my natural 20, uh, I would get advantage on the... Um, Follow follow up, which is me falling axe first on top of it. Because I like the visual of this happening, I'm gonna um, go. I'm just gonna allow this. I'm gonna allow everything okay. you're throwing. At. So we go and we go on Sunny Bill Williams' shoulder into Giant Scorpion. And okay. Then, it's gonna roll a con save. You might and if it gets even with that twenty. Even with that net twenty, you might not. Okay, it rolled a two. Um, I got a twenty-six. So yeah, good. you um, yeah, you successfully shove this huge, like tons heavy, metallic creature off this roof, 
yeah. and it tumbles to the ground and I'd say in the process it takes uh, six bludgeoning damage and then a banfor falls on top of it uh, wheeling his axe above his head into yep. its softer underbelly roll your attack with advantage yes yes 21 to hit that's a hit Eighteen. Nice. The scorpion uh, uses its turn, and it's right next to um, Afimata at this point, and Banfor is there too. It's Even going six to six seconds. Shouldn't it technically be falling through the sky right now? If we're playing in falling is fast. No, I'm going more narrative here. Okay. Um, and it's going to use its turn to flip itself off its back and onto its legs, which it does with a very cool um, single motion. And then it's going to whip at Afimata with its stinger. For 17. It misses you with its stinger, and um, it's your turn to act. Okay, so... I'm going to attempt to jump on the stinger and use my mace to, once again, bludgeon a stinger. Okay, roll acrobatics first. 13. Okay, um, yep, yeah, you managed to grab onto its stinger, which I will now give you advantage on your mace attack. 18. Yep, that's a hit. Yeah. 18 plus 4. Yeah. Yeah. 22. Roll damage. Seven. Cool. Seven damage. Um, that is enough to kill this giant mechanical scorpion. Damn it you, Mel. But also, had, well done. It had four left. Okay. Well, as I, like, crushingly hit the stinger, it actually pushes to, like, the stinger into itself and therefore self destroying. Self destroying. <laughs> uh, that's uh, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's the word, Where? Oliver. Where? That's the word I was looking <laughs> that, for. That, oh, that how way... the mighty have fallen, Mel. <laughs> that, that way oh, with words. how mightily thou hast fallen. Just Not sailed up. So just, she just... Yeah, rides its stinger until it like plows down into its own back, and Afamata uses its stinger to tear open like the back of this thing. Just because and... my hunter's marker's arm... Currently. Hunter's Mark also gives me advantage on any wisdom and perception checks, so I would have been checking it out to try and see if I could see anything about it and learn where it might have come from or anything while I had pers- per- the advantage on perception. Is that okay? Yeah. So roll with advantage. Thank you. What you can perceive about it. Oh, God, that's only a 10. So what is that? Plus three. Thirteen. Um, you can't really tell much other than it's very clearly, you know, clockwork. It's it's technology this world doesn't have yet or has now as of today. Well, it, and <laughs> um, it's with, standing next to us. I mean, well, yeah, with, with the, I'm still at the top of the fucking roof, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Up, in, up until Afimata was activated like a few hours earlier, this kind of thing does not exist in this world. Yeah. So, after seeing that from the roof somehow, <laughs> Marley runs down again because she's not going down the side of the building because that would be dumb. Yes. So, your only guess is that, you know, this came from a different place or maybe there's a rival inventor who created something much, much better than what Shab's made. Or... Yeah, but that's what yeah, I'm. You... But yeah, because I don't know any of that for certain, Marley would be running down the fucking building stomping over to afamata slash zero and and saying all right you talk what has shabs done because she wouldn't know any different she's assuming shabs had something to do with this all i know is it's a machine it's a nasty thing from one of the knowledge sub realms so this isn't anything to do with what shabs has done look i'm needed to help in another realm so i've got to go uh, okay. Banfor okay. has uh, stepped behind her and uh, looped an arm around uh, her sort of nickel region and holds her fast against him. 
Yes, but that's only affirmata. This isn't affirmata. There's something inside affirmata. You're only going to hold the robot. Well, then I'm holding a robot. I don't understand this. I've not met Affirmata. I wasn't here. I'm very drunk. <laughs> not me. I'm tipsy. Banfor. <laughs> okay, so Banfor's standing there with his arm around the clockwork robot Affirmata. Threatening an inanimate object, it would see. Yes, but that something is residing inside. Who are you before you go? I'm Zero. Like, the number? Well, technically, well, Marley, zero is not... With the mind of an ancient demon of knowledge. Like, Look, I really have to go, or some bad things are going to happen in another realm. Oh, okay. That, are you like Batman? Open, <laughs> open a hole in reality. Get get loose of Banfield's grip. Open a hole in reality, step in, and it closes behind. So does yep. Ephemata stay here, or...? Nope, Affirmata steps out as if this is Affirmata's new soul slash whatever, and it's gone. Okay. And it's sealed shut, and you're now left in the city street with the wreckage of this giant scorpion thing, and the crowds are very slowly and tentatively closing in. Um, Banffor casts... Uh... Forecasts. I mean, Marley's eyebrows are through the fucking roof right now. Uh, Banforecasts uh, a blood maledict of a uh, blood curse, uh, blood curse of the fallen puppet. Um, no, you I don't can... you have to do that before it dies. Didn't we say this last time? Uh, when a creature falls unconscious or dies within 30 feet, you can use your reaction. Oh, I guess it's already passed. Yeah, yeah. yeah your reaction. I'm pretty sure we decided this last time. <laughs> Um, you'll, you'll get to use it one day, big fella. I did one time. I yeah, you did one time. Yeah. You threw a ghost yeah. at a ghost. <laughs> I threw a ghost at a ghost, and That's then we mur- we found the people uh, who cared about those ghosts that we murdered. Molly. Um, so uh, Banforce gampers around behind uh, the giant um, scorpion and attempts to clamber within it. Uh, is there an access port or butthole? Uh- <laughs> No, it doesn't look like there is. There's only a giant hole. Um, or oh, there's holes where, you know, you've damaged it. And also a big gouge uh, like along its spine. Or it doesn't have a spine, it's an invertebrate. But, like, along its back where Afamata just, like, tore it open Someone with its own stinger. Someone knows a lot about scorpions. Um. <laughs> well, it's an arthropoid, but it's... I mean, let's not talk about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, actually, yeah. it's an arachnid, but um, I mean, Mali, Mali is it's already... exoskeletal anyway. It doesn't have an internal skeletal structure. We can all oh agree, God. obviously, as people who took sick form biology Mel, save me. and have a dose of autism, that we remember this. Anyway, continue. Uh, but Come yeah, those, back, are the only hole, those are the only <laughs> holes you see in it. Is um, Mali's already tried to snap a piece of the clockwork or something that she can see off, which is obviously clockwork, just yeah. as like. Okay. Yeah, you could grab something out of one of its joints, like yep. a, some, like a gear, a gear and like a, a like a hose or something. Cool. So she's grabbed that and she's marching towards Shabs right now. Okay, so you're just leaving the worship district and powering mm-hmm. towards um, mm-hmm. the merchants. Yeah, okay. uh, and I haven't seen anything. Disconnect, uh, some kind of hooja wants it from its uh, stinger and or its stinger, um, and uh, scarpers with that awesome um its stinger does lightning damage <laughs> so now you've got a, i'd call i'd say in your hand um it is a um 1d4 piercing dagger basically the tip of its stinger and i'd say it has three charges in it of um 2d10 lightning yeah because then it'll run out of battery and, or whatever. but does that do to me no to the to the victim it's I'm a dagger a it's a dagger that can do lightning damage three times before the charges run out. Uh, Banfor shoves it in his pants and it comes out like a codpiece. <laughs> okay. I'm and... gonna fuck someone's head to death. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Thanks for coming, Mel.
Meowgo, Meowgo, come here, you little scratchos. Giant robot scorpion. The fabric between realms is getting weaker and things are slipping through that probably shouldn't. Ooh, ooh, hello, demonic beasties. Thanks once again to my wife Mel for joining us and bringing Afimata slash Zero the Knowledge Demon to life. Yo, don't forget to say hey on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Fate of Ison, or email us fateofison at gmail.com. Or join us on the Necropoticon Discord server and chat with us in real time. Bye everyone, and thanks again for listening. Hey there, you beautiful person, you. Do you like podcasts? Well, that's a stupid question because of course you do. Hi, my name is Harley and I'm from the Necropoticon Network. I'm here invading your personal space because I wanted to invite you to come check out our shows. Oh man, we have a whole bunch, just like a big old assorted bag of candy type of deal. We have true crime, comedy, TTRPGs of varying kinds, movie reviews. The list goes on, I just don't have enough spit in my mouth for that. You can find all these shows and more on our website, necropoticon.com. What are you waiting for? No, seriously, what are you waiting for? You're on your phone, right? Or computer? All you have to do is... I'll let you figure it out by yourself.